Professor Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode 18 of season 4, The Convert. Hi, friend. Hey, friend. Who's been converted? Well, <laughs> and anyone who's watched Xena and Gabrielle for the yes, last four as we, seasons. As we saw last week, that's yeah. you, they can convert anyone to a new career <laughs> yeah, on <absolutely>. the stage. <laughs> <laughs> So this is um, episode 18, The Convert, or as I like to call it, Fuckwits and Fanatics. (laughs) (laughs) One of each. See if you can guess which is which. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So we we start with a bit of an old school opening. Um, Big kick around in a temple, fight, fight, fight. Quite a bloody one. Quite a lot of... Yes, it's really, really graphic, actually. Yeah, there's a lot... There's a lot of treacle being spilled. Yeah, um, yeah, really graphic. Um, we start with like a, a close up of a guy's throat being slit. You know, yeah, lots of blood. Yeah. Um, mm. and was it ever explained why this was happening, or is it just your no. typical we're bad, no. so we'll be killing people in a temple? War- Warlord's gonna warlord, and they they kidnap some some girls as well. So. Some novitiates. Yeah, so although it's not outright stated, I think we might be slightly back to the implicit threat of sexual violence. Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what novitiate means. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um <laughs> so yeah, then we go chasing after these people. So Zena fight, fight, fights. Gabrielle yeah. doesn't fight, she appears on the scene afterwards because she's now um, yeah, she doesn't boring, do that anymore. Because she's boring. Yeah, um, she lets uh, she she lets Cena get her hands dirty, and then she turns up and goes, "Is violence really the way?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, except except she does kind of join in the fight, but she's found a non-violent way to do it, which is to blow cornflour in people's faces. Yes, I'm amazed by this. Right, but so they go and they they chase after the novitiates and the baddie, who yeah. is beaten up. Uh, a hooded figure that we can't see their face, right? Um, and then gotta love a hooded figure. Yeah, and then Zena arrives and starts up the fight. By the way, Zena's hmm. hair is back to normal. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, God. The experiment, the, the the fringe free experiment has. Did been you Did abandoned. you see what I did there? By the way, what did you say? Back, back with a bang. Back with a bang. Thank you. Little golf clap for you there, mate. Um, <laughs> so while Zena's doing the fight, fight, fight with these people, Gabrielle basically runs up, pulls out what looks like an like a fucking ceramic ocarina, and blows <laughs> talcum powder into people's faces, and they just stand there and let her. It's her combat ocarina. She does. <laughs> she does this three times in a row. Yeah. She just walks up to three different guys who are all heavily armed. And they're yeah. watching the fight instead of helping, mm. and she j- and they just let her blow talcum powder into their face. Yeah, it's this it's her new. It's like it's a little powder puff, isn't it? A little yeah. powder compact or something yeah, like your yeah. nan had. Oh, like your nan had. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah. I'm sure, my mum had one of these things. It had a big. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, I don't think it was a powder compact. What you would call it? It was a big. Sort of a thick cardboard tub of rose scented talcum powder, and oh, it had a no, big scented. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, a big fluffy That's a nan smell. A big fluffy yeah. poof thing. Fluffy. <laughs> yeah, that you could like uh, dust your body with. Right? Yeah. 
What is it? Why is talcum powder no longer used by literally anyone? My mum used to take talcum powder to the swimming baths. Because yes. you know how when you yeah. get out of the pool oh, jeans. and you're trying to put trying your to put jeans on. No, it was uh. the bra. When you try to put your bra back on. Uh. Oof. Yeah. Um, because my mum um this is look fucking TMI here, guys. Uh until <laughs> I met my wife, I didn't know that most women put their bra on by putting their arms through the holes and then leap and then uh yeah, I don't know if that's true, back. this most women thing. I think I don't it, think that's true. I think it I might think most be. women Put them on back to front so you can do the clasp at the front and hoik it round often at See, this which is, is how... difficult after the swim. Yeah. The post swim hoik. Is <laughs> this is how I learned to put a bra on because I just copied my mum and that's how she did it. Yeah. Um but trying to hoik that round after you've just been in the pool, very difficult. Yeah. So she would take talcum powder to sort of um what's the word? Not lubricate. That's not the word I want. No. <laughs> that's not the word. <laughs> But to e- ease the hoik. Yes, but the thing is, right, she would put it on before she was properly dry or not, yeah. before she'd even really dried herself at all and it would become a paste. Yes. Anyway, we're kind of a bit off topic. Well, it's Gabrielle's fault. It's Gabrielle's fault for using <laughs> it's a Gabrielle's powder fault puff. for using talcum powder. Do you think it's rose-scented? Um, my, gran had, my gran had one. Uh, that was actually Max Factor, and God knows how long she'd had it. <laughs> like she must have got one really good powder puff compact thing. Yeah. Like in during the war or something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> and just war? because it was expensive, <laughs> used it very <laughs> used it very sparingly. Could have been that. Could have been the first. Probably the second. <laughs> Pro- probably before that. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. It's an interwar Max Factor compact. Wow, gosh, yeah. But so it, so it was kind of stale, a little bit, a little bit rancid. Vile. Yeah. What are, why are old people? Like, what's the deal? Because they're old. Oh yeah. I say that, but I've become because, I be, I become because time increasingly baffled by the younger generations, and I wonder <laughs> if this is a if this yeah. is a standard feeling. It probably is. Hey, um, should we talk about the episode? Oh yeah, fucking hell! Right. Anyway, where was I? Um, combat ocarina. So combat ocarina. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. And and then there's a fight, fight, fight. There's a fight, fight, fight. The bad guy. What's his name? Crichus. Crichus. Crichton. Michael Crichton. Crichton. The author yeah. of Jurassic Park. He's a big bad warlord, um, yeah. and in the fight, 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 um, it actually ends up being Joxer who kills him. And Only Joxer because is... Joxer's holding a, a distinctive dagger with bear mm. claws on the hilt. It's quite a cool dagger, actually. I'd, I'd fight with... I'm listening to um, The Hunger Games at the moment, and uh-huh. I, I would I would go for that dagger. I'd You'd get that out of cornucopia. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so he's, he's holding it, and um, Cry- <laughs> Crichton... Ran into my knife. He did actually. Just the once, yeah. yeah, he did. So Joxer this... didn't really kill him. He was the instrument of death, but he was <laughs> oh, the tool, he... if you if you will, he the tool a, of death. He's a tool. Well, so yeah. all this stuff about Joxer's a murderer and blah blah blah. That this is mostly guilt talking. But I mean, he's clearly not a murderer. Yeah. If you kill, if you get killed in a fight where you're the aggressor, you've not been murdered. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. So. You've been successfully defended against. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, where was I? The 
Joxer. Joxer is now traumatized by this, and I'm just gonna yeah. I'm gonna say this is the only time, pretty much the only time that Joxer has been used well in this show. But maybe you needed all of that stupid comic relief yeah. nonsense in order to yeah. make this hit right, you know? I yeah. don't know. It is a te- and I and I think Ted Raimi does it really well. The mm-hmm. the post post trauma. Um, post-traumatic joxer syndrome post-traumatic joxer <laughs> syndrome but just the kind of the deadness and the mm. uh, the the kind of dissociation yes i think he does i think he actually does really well yeah yeah he's done he's done uh, he's done all jo- right the boy yeah our joxer slash ted Raimi appreciation uh society is now closed yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> we said the one, one episode episodes, only yeah, yeah one episode yeah. only yeah mm. Um, yeah. But anyway, guess who the hooded figure on the floor is? It's our old ooh, friend. Oh, oh, what? You know, I said. You know, I said. Fuckwits and fanatics. Yeah. Jocks is our fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's our our favorite fanatic back again. It's Najara. Yes, Najara. Um, yes. But this time she's in a bit of a bad way. She's been beaten up. She's got a concussion. She's got cuts all over her face and this is how you know it's really bad. Her beautiful hair is quite dirty and could do with a wash. My God. Yeah. (laughs) Will she be okay? Will she she be okay? okay? She's had a hard time, you see, because she's had to escape from prison. Yes. In order to... But she's she's been changed. Yes, she's changed. I've changed. I've experienced a (laughs) revelation. Um, Not, not, Not like Minya's revelation last week. No, because I she don't already think, knew that. Yeah, I don't think Najara needed any revelation in that in that direction. I think no, that's very Najara firmly established. Is not the first young woman I've seen who sublimates her massive lesbianism into religious fervor and cheek stroking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You were in the Christian mm. society when you were at uni, weren't you? <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> so so, and, but again, not the only one. Not the only one. Lots of lots of hand holding and and shoulder yeah. hugging and hair stroking and. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we mustn't. It's a sin. Um. Anyway, so that's 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 Najara. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Najara's back. Guess who's back? The bitch is back, etc. Backstreet's back. All right. Um. So then there's the credits, right? Yeah, yeah, credits. We've yeah, reached the credits. So. Eleven minutes in, so. we've reached the credits. Um, so they take um, they get Najara up in a on a like a stretcher, a makeshift stretcher. They also take yeah. the body of the warlord back into town, where everyone is just ecstatic that he's dead, treating Joxer to yeah. pint after pint of liquor. Um, yeah, but in this conversation, it is revealed that he has a son and who's now an orphan. Um, who's off at basically off at a boarding school somewhere far away. Yeah, and yeah. Joxer feels that he should go and find this boy and explain be the one to, to him. tell him. Be, yeah, but... basically explain, take responsibility, etc. Yeah, it's um, the right thing. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. It's a nice thing to do. Yeah. He's drunk, it's decent. Though, but. <laughs> yeah, Joxer's that's <laughs> the thing, right? Joxer is pretty decent deep down. You know, he's just he's a bit of a tool. Yeah, as you said, he does. But 
he does generally want to do the right thing, it's apart not... from when we first met him when he wanted to um, no. cosy up with Callisto. Well, he thought, you know, he was brought up in a bad family. He thought this was the only option open to him. What he yeah. should do, actually, is open a coffee shop. And yes. Yeah, uh, we've just yeah. read Legends and Lattes by Travis Baldry for our book club. It's really good. It's nice. It is. It's a nice book. Yes, it's really nice. Yeah. Um, my wife described it as a coffee shop AU for a property that doesn't yet exist. Um, and that is That's it. pretty much, to be honest, yeah. a perfect description. So yeah, it's nice. My, yeah. Scenes of mild recommend, peril. Recommend. Very much recommend. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, did did we did he did he say this is a known emerging genre of cozy fantasy? Or was that? Oh yes, cozy your... fantasy. Yeah. That's the well. It's I th- I don't yeah. think it cr- is like that genre is not new. I think Terry all Terry Pratchett books kind of fall under that as well. Yeah, I guess that's um, true. Yeah, but okay. it's just um you know publishing trends that yeah. it's it's a thing that people have started to say is a genre. And okay. you know, yeah. started to make YouTube videos about and TikToks about. So okay. you know, so it's a, it's a it's a marketing thing. Yeah, of course, all genres, you, all genre yeah. descriptors are a marketing thing. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so that's what Joksha should do. Mm-hmm. Open a coffee shop. Open a coffee shop. What he's actually going to go and do is go and find, go to the school and tell the guy about the thing. So, yeah. off they travel. Zena is very obviously suspicious of Vajara and her and her I've changed. I no longer fight and kill people. Uh, I've given up the sword. Uh, which is true. She doesn't pick up a sword in this episode. No. Picks up something else. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> she's, um, she does. she's put down the sword. Um, um. And I can't... I think that it's on the way to the school... That she reveals she to Gabrielle a, a, why this has happened. Yeah, they have a deep and meaningful. Mm-hmm. And um, was, was it when she was in prison? They they had someone come and do a talk. Yeah, they had they someone like a, a visit special speaker. assembly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when Johnny Cash did that um, concert. Yeah, yeah. Except, Except it wasn't it, Johnny it, Cash. It was fucking Eli sticking his own. Yeah, uh, so telling them about the, the cycle of you have to break the cycle of violence. Yes, telling them about the way of non-violence, and she's yeah. like, "Ah, this is how I can get Gabrielle back. I will <laughs> pretend to have uh, no longer be a violent person, and then um, she escaped from jail <laughs> by hiding in the laundry hamper. <laughs> That's an old one. It's a classic. <laughs> it's an absolute classic. That is a classic. <laughs> you know, um, I feel if you've really changed." Najara, you should have accepted You'd your stay punishment. Yeah, but hey, whatever. Like like Xena on Shark Island. No, yeah. I have to pay. F- I have to pay for getting Thalassa's arms snipped off by crabs. Snip, snip, snip. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the crab. Crab, 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 crab. That was a good intro, Dog man. Like people taste like crab. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good intro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, oh, Gabrielle is totally suckered in by this again. That's the thing. The, and there, there's there's a little thing at some point. She says, "I you know I don't I don't hear the voices." They talk about oh, just your, your crazy gin friends, your, mm-hmm. your voices. 
She says, oh, I don't, I don't, they don't talk to me anymore, not, not since after I met you. No, it was, um, she said that they stopped talking to her when she went to jail, which is how she knew she had been bad. But okay. when, after she started following Eli's, um, teachings okay. they, they they came back and that's how she knows that she's good now so oh yeah because they're loud and clear now she knows it's the right thing um there was some yeah. ambiguity the last time we met her about whether these these voices that she hears are an actual supernatural power or if it's yeah. fucking schizophrenia um, yeah. I think that we're coming down more on the mental illness side of it this time because it really didn't yeah, feel... Yeah, I think so. It's, that... <laughs> I think last time we said it, they, it probably was something mm-hmm. supernatural because she knew things that, that she couldn't have, she known. Couldn't, couldn't yeah. have known, like about the vision and stuff. But mm-hmm. who knows? But yeah, this time it is played more as... Um, yeah, that she's, she's hearing she's... things that aren't there. Yeah. yeah. She's certainly hearing things that Gabrielle doesn't hear. Yeah, and she's hearing things that kind of go against her stated beliefs. The way. Yeah, you know. Yeah. If yeah. what you're hearing is making you pull on poor old Gabrielle's now much shorter hair. Sorry, yeah. there's only one reason to pull Gabrielle's hair and it's to sort of move her a little bit if she's hitting the wrong spot. Stop it. What? Stop <laughs> it. You're right, she doesn't hit the wrong spot. She knows what she's doing. Um. Oh, <laughs> We've you've jumped ahead to the hair pulling. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Spoilers: Najara's not good. She's not turned good. Yeah. Uh, this is yeah. just a, and yet another. Whether she ever intended to be good or not, this is yet another delusion. But hey, what can yeah. you do? Anyway, let's move this on. They they. <gasps> Yes, they go cool. to um Ar- Arman is the um is Crichton's son, mm-hmm. uh, and he's he's a kind of budding warrior age. He's a strapping young lad, and he comes in. Yeah, and what he did sees you say? He's like eighteen and... or something. Yeah. Seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, that sort of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and he, they, the, so there's Zena and Gabrielle and Joxa and Najara, uh, and and they say, you know, we've we've come from wherever we've come from. Um, with news of your father and he says i i knew that i always knew this day would come i knew this day would come and you <laughs> think oh he he knows that you know warlord warlord's gonna warlord it's gonna happen in the end but no turns out he thinks they're there to call him to his father's side so he can join him to fight for good against evil with Triton the great mm. or the courageous or something so courageous. he's been told by nurse, into alliteration yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's been told, told by some nursemaid nurse somewhere that that his his yeah. father's a great hero, and that's why he's never around. Whereas in yeah. fact, he's a dirty great villain and actually dead now. Oh, do that voice again. That was good. What a dirty great villain? He's a dirty <laughs> great villain. He's, he'd be a dirty great villain. He didn't hear you. Is that Bristol? Uh, yeah, somewhere between Bristol and Plymouth, I suppose. I was, um, yeah. <laughs> I was with friends friends from Bristol last weekend, in, including one from Plymouth. It was actually really... <laughs> Sounds exactly like that. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you've not said it a link to this podcast. No, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so at this point, Joxer 
pussies out of telling him that he killed him. He just he he stutters a bit, and then Zena takes like, oh, over. Don't know what to do now. Yeah, Zena takes over and said that he was killed. He's dead. He was killed in a fight. And now Armand wants to continue the cycle of violence and go and find the person who killed him, um, so that yeah. he can kill Vengeance! that person in turn. You know, yeah. Vengeance. Um, so Zena's like, well, maybe hold off for a bit. Tell you what, why don't you travel with us? And I mean, meanwhile, Jocks is going, no, no, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't suggest that. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so there's now a bit of an ethical debate about we should tell him the truth. He deserves to know the truth. Deserves to know the truth. And I already, you know, we his his father's been killed once. If we tell him the truth now, it would be like killing him all over again. Yeah. Uh, and Joxer so, is racked with guilt. He looks really bad. Like he's taken yeah, off his makeshift he armor. He's he just looks sad. Yeah, Very he looks sad. like he's his long donkey face and just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Now he's the donkey. He's the fucking donkey from Shrek. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's uh, it, man. Uh, Pixar. <laughs> no, DreamWorks, not Pixar. Fucking DreamWorks. That makes, that makes Meg the Dragon. <laughs> it, it all fits. <laughs> it hangs together quite well, actually. It, it all fits, um, man. Now, <laughs> you, remember, you remember when Gabrielle first took a life, there was this whole thing about blood innocence and how that yeah. was a, a kind of a virginity equivalent. Yes. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm a bit disappointed in Gabrielle, right? Because yeah, of all people, she knows she should understand this and have so much yeah. empathy for this, but she kind of yeah. avoids and ducks talking to him. Yeah. Um, Zena's like, maybe you should talk to him, she and she's like, I don't know what to say. It is. I'm so- Gabrielle. I think it's a bit disappointed, and like, um. The way that Gabrielle, who is supposed to be um, kind of a model of morality in this show, like, yeah. I don't want to simp for Joxer now, okay? I really don't want to simp for Joxer. But she Nobody treats Joxer like, she treats Joxer like shit on the regular, right? And it's her yeah. one blind spot. It's like, you know, the, the, the show Parks and Recreation, where yeah. everyone is so lovely, and yet they all treat Jerry like absolute dog shit. <laughs> Um, and yeah. and and it's like the one mean thing in the whole show. Yeah, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a Joxer simp. Yeah, I'm simping <laughs> for Joxer now. But yeah, no, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's disappointing. That the thing is that, that Gabrielle's Gabrielle trauma doesn't... is still quite fresh for her, and that's why she's. That's honestly why she's doing this sort of new wave religion shit. It's because she's trying to find a way. To work through her trauma, I mean, which is still very fresh to her. She's kind of done worse since she killed Meridian. <sighs> Such as? Killing a daughter. She wasn't a real S- Several child. times. She wasn't a real child. She was a demon in human form. I want to be a real boy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, like... I guess. Yeah. So, but yes, it's all connected, though. All that trauma's connected for Gabriel. Yeah, of course it is. I of feel course like... It is. But she could I have think... sat down and had a chat with him about basically just not even trying to fix it, but just ex- explaining. Yeah, that she just just sitting down and saying it's shit, isn't it? It's shit. Sometimes that's all you need, right? You just need someone yeah. to understand you, so you don't feel so yeah. alone with it. And and it's it's left to Zena to be the one to do that. 
to be like, you're not the only one who feels guilty, jocks are. Um, um, which is all well and good, except Dina kills people every day. Wonko. What? Have you have you done a bad murder? Have I done a bad is murder? Is this what you is this what you said? You need someone to sit with you and <laughs> Yeah. I murder people okay. constantly. <laughs> anyway. With your wit. Yes, rapier wit. Hmm. Yes. I'm so I'm so subtle with it as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, long long story well i don't think we can say short at this point but um just to, to cut to cut a diversion short they decide not to tell Armand that his father was a killer but in the night um najara undoes the easily untieable knots that gabrielle she gave did uh, like a really loose reef knot on her feet and then <sighs> left her hands where she could easily undo that just saying that's the thing um, right so, i think that she tied her ropes a lot tighter on the first night and then this is a representation of how she's falling under najara's uh, bullshit again okay. that she's tying them lighter first, and lighter even even the first night they were easily escapable they were they were it's true it they were you. really easily escapable the yeah. way she should have tied her hands behind her back but the thing is it's she like should. It's, <laughs> not to not to be you know be really dirty about this but like Gabrielle's good, tying good, her up. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm glad do. you're not I'm, being really dirty I'm, about this. I'm gonna though. Gabrielle's tying her up, and she's like, "Is this all right? Am I hurting you?" And Ajara's like, "No, this is really good for me, actually. This is like, <laughs> yeah." He's like, "Gabrielle, do you know what? Do you know what a rope bunny is? Because." <laughs> He was a dirty great warlord, dirty great villain, and yeah. Jocks killed him. Yeah, because she's a fucking snake, right? Because she wants to... Yeah. She may not want to wield the sword herself, but she's perfectly happy to manipulate others into it, right? Yeah. And it, she basically... The only reason she's done this is to sow discord in the camp. And Yeah, she 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 is the, the snake in the um, Facebook Facebook group, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, inbox me, hun. Is that, too many snakes yeah, here. Yeah, inbox me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Arman is now on the rampage and wants to kill Joxer and to be fair, we have some sympathy with that. <laughs> remember, remember when he got killed in um, Been There, Done That? And we were like, yes! Yay! <laughs> oh. And they're like, oh, fuck, he's back the next day. God damn yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so we, so oh, we get the inevitable... Bad, you know, sometimes bad things happen to good people, and sometimes bad things happen to bad people, and mm-hmm. that's kind of what's happened here. And he was actually scum. So, yeah, mm. is it really all bad? Is is murder always wrong? <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> um, yeah. So they talk him out of killing Joxer, and he tr- he sneaks away from the camp in the night after having a little pep talk from Zena about you know, like you said, about how his dad was actually a cunt. Um, yeah. Then, um, all of you know, the next day, all of his men turn up. <laughs> Crichton's men, basically, yeah, all of Crichton's men basically yeah. turn up. Um, and the boy comes running back to warn them about it because he's had a change of heart over the last yes. five minutes of yes. talks. Um, Between scene changes. Yeah, it's daylight now. So mm. in the cold light of day, yeah. he realizes that his father, his vision. His image of his father wasn't what the man was actually like, and his image of his father is something he can keep, despite yes. the death of this man that he never knew, and wouldn't and have liked totally if he did. Yes. So, 
Then they have a nice fight against uh, Crichton's men. Fight, fight, um, fight. Yeah. She, du- Zena, oh, yeah, du- during, during which they all obligingly form a circle so Xena can yeah. whack a whip, whip over a tree and do that running round them. Yeah, you them love that. Thing. Love that shit. But um, yeah. as the fight starts, uh, Xena sends Gabriel and Ajara into the bushes because they are non-fighters, right? Non-combatants. Yeah. Right? They're dead weight. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then, here we go. This is when we get Najara's true colours, right? Xena gets yeah. injured in the fight. Gabrielle wants to run and help her. And Najara Yeah, she gets a big her. gash down her leg, yeah. doesn't she? Never see that again. Um, and then Najara holds her back by the hair. <laughs> so no, Xena has to... This is Xena's way. Xena has to get herself out of Let this. Her it's her way, not yours. Because like, she's very much yeah. doing... She's here for Gabrielle, right? She wants to get Gabrielle... She wants to run this fucking hospice that they apparently she apparently wants to run. But the main yeah. thing is she wants Gabrielle, right? She wants to live mm. with Gabrielle in a life of peace. Um, it would be nice. I wouldn't mind that. Not with Najara, though. No, and actually not with Gabrielle as she is right at the moment. Right at the moment, Gabrielle's too annoying. Yeah. <laughs> and there's another bit of foreshadowing, isn't there, about how if, if Gabrielle stays with Xena... Eventually, she'll have to make a choice not between Zena and Najara, but between Zena and her own soul. Dun, yes. dun, dun. Foreshadowing, yes. and we'll you'll mm-hmm. see in a couple of episodes um, when she's presented yeah. with this choice what choice she makes. <laughs> <laughs> Clue: There are two more seasons. Clue: There's to two come. more seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So she holds Gabrielle back from going to help Zena. I mean, like, she might have just been going to blow her talcum powder at people. Rose-scented, lilac-scented, lavender. Lavender? That's an old lady smell. It is. Yardley's. Lavender in the knicker drawer. Aww. Are we going to go back on on another little um, digression? Lavender on a cotton vest. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently we are. Singlet, as we say in my town, you know. Anyway. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, moving on. Shall we? <laughs> let's, let's move back. So she's uh, holding Gabrielle back by the hair. Very fucking non violent. And this time, of Gabrielle, Gabrielle's hair is too short for the old chakram chop. Yeah, um, she's like, then she Z- starts Zena to hear her voices. Inexplicably, is it inexplicably, Zena doesn't use the chakram at all in this episode, despite multiple occasions, including one coming up, where it would just have been really saved helpful. a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> Whatever. Um, then she starts, oh, yeah, Najara so... starts hearing her fucking voices, having a fucking yeah. trance thing. We just mm. hear whispers, right? We don't hear what they say, I don't think. But Yeah, it's just this sort of malevolent chatter yeah and then gabrielle says that she didn't hear anything and najara really doesn't like that and starts beating her up tell me uh, you heard them. so yeah really non-violent but luckily it's been planted earlier that gabrielle has an, a, a war ocarina the oh, ocarina really. of war <laughs> full, <laughs> full of talcum powder which she's able to <laughs> spray in the woman's face in order Amazing. to get away <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a bit like um oh god, what's the what's the Leslie Nielsen thing, the cop thing? Uh Naked Gun. Uh, naked Gun and what um was Dragnet. That, what was the Dragnet? Yeah, it's it's like in Dragnet when 
someone would throw a wig in his face. And he'd, he'd kind of wrestle with this this wig for about five minutes so he couldn't see where he was going. See, that... I, think, I think Dragnet was a, a serious thing and Naked Gun was the parody of Dragnet. No, well, maybe it wasn't Dragnet, but there there was something that because they had they had that frozen scene at the end, and it was they were all just it was supposed to be like a freeze frame, yeah, and they were all just standing still, and then one of them would kind of drop a cup, coffee cup or something. That wasn't serious. Uh, no, but I think that's the Naked Gun. Was the Naked Gun a series though? It no, was a, it was a movie series. It was film, but so there was a series that had that. There might have been an episodic thing. Anyway, okay, whatever. Uh, we can look it up. <laughs> right in, right in. If you know what that right is, right in. If you know the thing from the sixties that she's talking about, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> or is it seventies? Whatever. My point is yeah. something. Yes. So then um, we get to have a, the the rematch between uh, Najara and Zena because yeah. um, basically Zena says, "Give it up, Najara. It's over." And she says, apparently Never. not, in this really weird fucking voice. And then mm. she starts fighting because she's. It was nonsense what she said about yeah. having given up the fight in life. It's just crap. Um, she's a zealot. Hasn't changed. No, she's not changed, I'm afraid. Unfortunately, yeah. she has actually not changed. Um, so, you get to have a bit of a fight. Lots of stupid, bad physics. Yeah. Uh, lots of deep, fighting on a vines. Deeply, a deeply inefficient fight, I have to say. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, like, Najara... At, at one point, at one point, Najara... Um, is almost on the ground. She she um, picks up Chekhov's dagger, which was <laughs> dropped pointing upwards in the sand earlier on. So we thought, oh, someone's going to land on that face first. But actually, no, it's so she can pick it up with her teeth. And then she climbs back up this vine upside down. Yes, yes. Like, that's how what fucking difficult say. would that be? I can't even it's climb a, up a I rope think it's physically face first. I'm pretty sure that's physically impossible. Like I don't think that's a real thing that you could do. I th- No, I think you probably could. But you'd have to be like a you know Olympic gymnast, you know super. <laughs> well, maybe super Najara but is an Olympic gymnast. Maybe she they is. Had the Literally Olympic. Except, mm-hmm. except she's a woman, so she wouldn't have been allowed in. No, true. Uh, <gasps> she might have that, just dressed why, in a different that's outfit. That's why. <laughs> that's don't let anyone tell you different. That's why um, in the Olympics they wrestled, oiled and naked. So that no women got in. That's all it was. Nothing gay about it at all. No, there was nothing gay about Don't it. Don't let anyone not. tell you different. Of course not. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so it, it's one of those <laughs> big set. It's one of those big set piece fights, isn't it? It's like the yeah. ladder fight. It's you know, it's one of those. It's and ridiculous. I assume this is the part where you think that the chakram would have been useful. Yeah, just like, get your chakram out and go, just to yeah. like, like you're all you're on a saved, vine, are you? Right, like, down like you go. Four down minutes you go. of fight time there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Drop they needed the dagger. time, man. They needed the time. I guess. So how it ends up is they end up in a sort of clinch with... Um, I think we've seen this exact shot before with Najara um, aiming the dagger at Xena's heart and Xena holding onto her wrist and Najara yeah, shouts, like, twist look, the arm around. Guide my hand to its destiny. And then obviously ah. she Xena twists her hand around and she stabs herself, then, you know. Yeah, so the jingo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. Now, in my uh, memory... So... Of this episode. So, Sorry, Najara dies clamped no. between Xena's thighs. <laughs> what a way to go. Um, <laughs> if you Not could first, choose, it's the way last. you would go, isn't it? You know, um, mm. 
No, but she's not dead. She's not dead. See, in my memory of this episode, she died. I was like, Anna Jar's yeah, dead. Yeah, same. But, same. Um, no, she's not dead. She's, she's not a, dead. She's, she's in a coma. She's just in a coma. Like, proper yeah. soap opera style. In a coma. Yeah. So I guess they wanted to leave the door open for future. Yeah. Like, she might have become the new Callisto sort of thing. Yeah, but... I think so as well. And, and maybe that's when Catherine Morris got a better gig. Yeah, because she got didn't, didn't a, a series regular job in America, didn't she? So I think yeah. maybe they were leaving the door open for future guest roles yeah. for her. And she was it good. Just, I, it just what, never happened. So one of the things I like about her um, and to, and Alti to, to a certain extent is that she was a really good villain and she came back and you weren't necessarily expecting it. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. She's not overused. True. She's like that. Say you know, um, some sitcoms should finish after their second season. Yeah, like well, Forty you know, Towers. Shows, except like, John exactly Cruise like is an Forty Towers. Who's bringing it back? Oh Christ, is he? Yeah, they're he's rebooting it with his daughter. Okay, not like that then. Like Dinner Ladies. Yeah, like Dinner Ladies. Thank you, Victoria Wood, for knowing when to stop. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Nobody watched the uh, new Forty yeah. Towers, man. It's just going to be John Cleese oh, no. being a bitter old man complaining about war. Yeah. People. He's he's he's, he's disappointed as well. He's become a twat. He probably was always a twat, yeah. but it's just not well. I, yeah, I think, um, I think that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think the genre is really interesting. Like I said, as the new hmm. Callisto, almost like because she's a foil. Like Callisto was a foil for Xena, yeah. yeah. and um, I think Najara is a really good foil for Gabrielle. Yeah, that they're, they're both kind of equal and opposite, aren't they? Yeah, Najara's like, and what? and quite com and quite complex. They're not. Yeah, a kind of cautionary Callisto, tale. Callisto of what... started off as just plain evil, but but both of them there's it's some had a complexity. Reason, though, the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like you know, I think Najara's like a, a nice, almost a cautionary tale for Gabrielle of, um, how your how your own if you get to sure of your own correctness the yeah. dangers of that you know and that's a there's a kind of a she's so right a, she's wrong yeah there's a kind of um at the end the very end of the episode Zena and gabrielle continuing sort of continuing this conversation mm. from yeah. the way about are uh, if they're on different paths how do they manage that you know which yeah. i think you know uh, like I said, I've said this loads of times before, but I remembered this part of the season taking so much longer than it actually does. Yeah. Um, and I think next week's episode doesn't really touch on this theme, but the week after does, right? I, I then... think that the very the very end of this episode is, again, kind of highlights this flaw in Gabrielle's philosophy or her approach to embracing and pursuing this philosophy is that mm-hmm. she says you know sometimes when push comes to shove you just want to shove back but on this path that i'm on i, I can't do that because mm-hmm. she's doing this non-violent yeah turn the other ocarina and zina says oh good job you got me then and gabrielle's yeah 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 that's great that works out really well for me it's like can <laughs> you see the floor <laughs> and, and she doesn't at the moment there is a bit of a flaw in isn't isn't there you know i wonder yeah. do you know i wonder if this whole spiritual quest of Gabrielle's was meant to take longer, you know, uh-huh. um, like more into season five as well, 
but there are certain behind-the-scenes circumstances that dictated what Gabrielle's role had to be in season five. Do you know what I'm talking uh, about? Yes. Yeah. I think I do. I think I do. Well, I mean, obviously, like, nobody listening to this is going to be, like, complaining that we're spoiling future episodes, but... Um, so this is this is Lucy's pregnancy, Yeah, right? Lucy Lawless was yeah, pregnant okay. in the beginning of season five. Mm. She was pregnant. Um, yeah. And therefore, Gabrielle had to take on, like, she couldn't continue this non-violent role because then yeah, to, Lucy couldn't do up. the fight scenes so much. She had to man um, up and be the daddy. Yeah, that's right. So Lucy couldn't do the fight scenes so much. Gabrielle needed to yeah. make a mu- take a much more active role in the fighting. Mm. So this, yeah. so I wonder if Lucy's pregnancy actually cut short the yeah, maybe. their planned sort of investigation maybe. of Gabrielle's journey. I don't know because it, like I said, this part, this vegan Gabrielle thing, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't I, work I for me it's... in the context of the show, and it's really boring. I think when she doesn't fight, boring. This is I've said it. Yeah, um, I th- it it could be interesting, and it's an interesting thing to attempt. But I don't think they did it hugely successfully, or they didn't do it successfully and retain Gabrielle's appeal. That's character. it, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It too... was. At, it was at the the philosophical argument was at the expense of at, at the expense of Gabrielle's character. Yeah, I think. But I mean, we all go through a wee phase like that where we're just very idealistic and think that yeah, and we want to stroke the world hair is and... black and white, and yeah, we're on the side of the white side. Yeah. You know, like you know. Anyway, so yeah, there we go. That was the convert. Turns out she wasn't that was really that was the convert much converted, yeah. but a good episode I thought. Yeah, I really yeah. Joxer was used used really well. Um, yeah, um, and and he, pull, pulled it off. I thought say I thought Ted actually really yeah. pulled it off that that dissociative kind of state. Yes, that he should do that more. The trauma. Yeah, we should traumatize Joxer more. Yeah, good idea. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So he was used really well for the first time ever and Najara being back. Najara's a good villain, I like her. Um I yeah. mean obviously I hate the character, she's but great. you know, as a as a I hate I would hate yeah. her as a person, but as a character she's she's really she's, good. she's um, very well drawn and very well played. Yeah. And that continuing sort of um anxiety and the sort of knife edge of them attempting to have a life together while being on entirely different yeah. paths, you know, um, which yeah. is obviously something that's going to be um, focused on again before the end of the season. We've only got, yeah. we've now got four more episodes of the season and only three of them take place um, in the current timeline. <laughs> yeah. So we've not got much. Next week is yeah. that, I didn't realise it was week so it's... soon, it's the murder mystery in the tavern. Uh, is that what it is? I was going to say, it's, yeah. it's takes one to know one, and I can't remember what it is, and I would guess from the title that it's a comedy episode. Not really. I don't think it's comedy. Well, it's not... It's not slapstick comedy, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. It's a... You say it's the murder mystery. Is it in the... Yeah. It's, it's in, in... Is it in Cyrene's yeah, tavern? Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. In, it's Gabrielle's birthday, and... <gasps> Autolycus. We've got Autolycus, haven't we? Um, there might be, there? Yes, I think you might be in it, actually. Yes! Minya's in it, oh. but I was wrong. She doesn't bring her girlfriend with her. Oh, shame. Alas. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's early days. Maybe, I don't know if Atalkis is there. I think Joxer's there. I don't oh, know, I hope actually. he is. I'll be disappointed I hope he is. if not. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope yeah. he is. I, I've got a vague memory that he is, actually. But 
Okay. We'll find out mm. next week. But well, join join us to find out next week in wait, takes one to no one. We've not done a we've not done a the bard's eye view for this episode. We've not done the nine. rating. Nine. nine. Yeah, I'll I'll go for nine as well. My point has been taken off for Gabrielle's surprising lack of empathy. Yeah. For Doctor's situation, you know. Yeah. Whatever. So a good a good solid nine. That's that's yeah. very respectable. Uh, yeah. So join us next week for takes one to no one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bard's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Bard's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye.